Welcome to our boxing show, the No Decision Podcast. Wes Ibarra here and Joy Villapando. Let's get right to it, shall we? The WBO middleweight title fight of the world. Demetrius Andrade undefeated versus the very game mandatory challenger in Liam Williams out of the UK. This fight was held in the Hard Rock Resort in Hollywood, Florida via match room in the zone. Uh, just by looking at this fight, uh, we all know Andre's story. Andre is the most avoided middleweight in his class. Hmm. No, but everybody knows why. He is very lethal. Right. And he seemed to do well enough to beat Liam Williams. Liam Williams did have a lot of good rounds against uh, Demetrius Andre. And, but then again, he got knocked down by Andre in the second round. And uh, what I also did not like was that whenever Liam Williams had a run, it, feel, it, it felt like Andre was acting as if he was getting hurt. <laughs> but then again, he sold it as if he's not getting hurt, but just yeah. crouching too much. Nonetheless, Demetrius Andre comes away with a uh, unanimous decision victory, retaining his title, improving to 30-0 mm. against a very game opponent. And his sights are set on the Charlo brothers and Triple G. So, but I don't know. Uh, I'm a little critical here. I'm happy that Demetrius Andre won, mm. but with that kind of performance, if you're going to equate that to a Triple G or Jermel or Jamal Charlo, something tells me that O is going to go if you're going to, if you're going to fight him like that. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I agree. He is kind of like the Deontay Wilder of the middleweight division uh, at the moment. Um, he is very powerful. I think we've spoken about him, right? He's very aggressive. Uh, but this fight, I think um, he kind of proved that he could actually box. Uh, he actually pretty much went in there and just slugged it out with uh, Liam Williams. Uh, and yeah, um, I think uh, when you mentioned, Wes, uh, that he usually would just duck. I think that's pretty much his um, his instinctual defensive move. Um, he doesn't have a great defense. And so I think someone taught him to pretty much duck whenever uh, he gets hurt or whenever he gets um caught it's a, it, i think it's 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 an instinctual defensive thing that he does um i think one way he doesn't get caught with any clean shots uh and yeah of course it's gonna be uh, frustrating but yeah um with triple g um he's gonna have a lot of trouble with triple g and uh the charlo brothers uh, there could, yeah, we could probably see that zero. Let alone Canelo one. Alvarez. Yeah, let yeah. alone Canelo Alvarez. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, Canelo is kind of focused on, uh, you know, Plant and Billy Joe Saunders at the moment. If Demetrius Andre um, wins against Triple G or any of the Charlo brothers, then I think you earn a spot to have Canelo's attention. That's fair. I mean, but I don't know, man. There, there needs to be a lot of. Uh tuning up that needs to be done because it seemed like it was going to be one of those fights where uh boo boo was going to walk him down no nah. but that was far from it and yeah, yeah I, I, a lot of things need to change in that camp uh tactically if yeah. um say that contract gets signed against uh, the charlo brothers one of the charlo brothers or uh triple g uh if you want a shot to win and to win convincingly yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and Liam Williams is not is no slouch. Um, he is, he's a boxer puncher. He he's more of a slugger, pretty much. But um, yeah, I, I mean, 
like I said, right, he, he kind of proved to me that he, he could actually box a little bit, especially against Liam Williams. So, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to to see if he does get matched up with any of the Charlo brothers or the or Triple G. Nonetheless, it's a big congratulations to uh, the WBO middleweight champion of the world. Uh, we'll leave on that for right now. We're going to take a quick timeout. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about probably the shittiest fight ever scheduled in the history of boxing. Welcome back to the No Decision Podcast. We are now going to open this round up with, like I said, the shittiest boxing match ever made in the history of boxing. No disrespect to Snoop Dogg, but I'm referring to Triller Fight Club's Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. I don't want to really talk about this, so Joy, take over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you have a guy that has been training how to you know, become a boxer, I, I don't know, for how many years now, for five, four years. Um, he has three fights now under his belt uh, versus a guy who is primarily a wrestler uh, who doesn't really do good at striking in the MMA, um, in MMA. And so, you know, uh, I, I right from the get-go, I didn't really believe that Ben Askren was going to do well, um, but he did do some boxing training. Uh, he didn't look good. His defense was split right down the middle. That's where Paul kind of was able to ran, land that um, hook. I, th I believe is a right hook. But uh, yeah, uh, Stephen A. Smith. I think uh, it's. I think it's it's a uh, it's a good thing to point out. Stephen A. Smith said that you know this guy pretty much you know he has three wins. Put him inside a boxer, right? And it seems as though one of the one of the um, the contenders is uh, the Fury, Tommy Fury. I think right. That's his name. Yeah, Tommy Fury is yeah. uh, Tyson Fury's. Uh, cousin, I think, uh, I or think no, half brother, or one of his brothers. Yeah, yeah. and so, yeah. hey, I'm all for it, right? I mean, this is what the Paul brothers want. They want a real boxer in there. They're gonna get it, and 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 Fury. I think Fury could probably hold his own. Yeah, god damn it, they need to stop scheduling fights that they know <laughs> that they can win. They they can win, right? Exactly. Because if they're gonna if they're gonna talk all this smoke. Right. Then fight somebody. Exactly. If you say you want if you if you say if you say you're gonna be world champion, okay, right. fight somebody. I don't know if it was Jake Paul or Logan Paul, but they believe that they believe uh that they earn that they've earned a title fight. Okay, yeah. I mean you're you're in the by the way, he's in the division where it's the cruiserweights. You know, and we know that a guy that from cruiserweight who's ruling who is pretty much the king of cruiserweights. I know now he's in the heavyweights, but um, Alexander Usyk. Alexander Usyk. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't oh, think. Dude, I don't but think... if you're, but if you're Alexander Usyk, you don't want to waste your time. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, waste my time. Like I said, right? He's probably gonna move up to heavyweights anyways. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm down for t Tommy Fury to fight one of the Paul. I think Tommy sure. Fury. The last time I saw him, and he was pretty good. And I'll tell you what bothers me about this joint is like if you're Ben Askren, if you're uh, Nate Robinson or uh, <laughs> Ann Ensign Gibb or KSI or whatever, why the hell would you do this? No, uh, yeah, because they, the, you know, the, these mentally unstable dudes are playing a mental game. <laughs> yeah, and that they're gonna win. Well, yeah, that's the you thing, know? right? I mean, that's why I can't wait until. Floyd gets into one of these guys. I think Floyd is going to teach them a boxing lesson. Um, 
I love it when Floyd fought um, Conor McGregor, wore him down, and just started sitting on the punches, sitting on his own punches. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But uh, yeah, let's let's get it on. Put Tommy Fury in there. He seems to be the only boxer that actually wants to get in with one of these Paul brothers. Other than that, yeah. Timo. That that was just a waste of 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 time, really. If you ask me, like I didn't really care for this either. But yeah. shoot, even the entertainment spectacles and the undercards <laughs> are more interesting than that. Yeah, yeah. And not to mention uh, Pete Davidson walking around, you know, <laughs> trying to talk to talk to everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is a thing now, Wes. YouTube boxing, YouTubers boxing. Um, but yeah, uh, I I hope it stops. Um, I'm with Canelo on this one. They're kind of yeah, yeah. And Tiafimo. And Tiafimo. He's been on record saying, you know what? I know, I know Tiafimo's part of the Triller family now. <laughs> and of course, him and Cambosas tried to kill each other on the announcer's uh, uh, the- <laughs> desk. But you know what? If this Holyfield fight is a big flop, guess what? I'm not gonna watch this shit anymore from this company. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, right? I, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care that it's it's Snoop Dogg running the operation. Right. Okay. Right. Well, and you know what? Yeah. If he loses a customer like me, well, you know those that guy can go on and live his life without me. <laughs> well, that's the thing, or, right? Or, or or us, or maybe the handful of other boxing fans that can't stand the, the concept of Triller Fight Club. Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, if this um, Tommy Fury fight does get made. I think this will be good for Tommy Fury's career, right? Then he gets a little bit more name recognition. Um, he already has the name Fury, which is pretty much synonymous with boxing already. Uh, and so, I mean, if he beats up the Paul, one of the Paul brothers, he'll be even more famous. He, we, we kind of get the satisfaction that we've always wanted to accomplish. Yeah, I don't know. But until then, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> Jake Paul... Is three and oh, three and oh, Askren falls to oh and one, and probably is never gonna punch anything ever again. Well, yeah, I mean, he got one million dollar, right? He's got more money than he's ever had in a win in UFC, so I think this is it for 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 Ben. I think, I mean, he walked away smiling, but which which is a problem, right? Yeah, you know, because now there's rumors on the internet or like. The uh, fighting internet going nuts, saying that maybe this was yeah a setup. A setup. Yep. I mean, I don't, I don't care for what fighting internet has to say, but oh my god, this was a complete shit show. You did all of that. You did all of that, like all the performances, all the fireworks, <laughs> all the undercards of people that nobody knows, mm. and probably will never hear of again. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like calling up a. A uh, minor league baseball player in September because you uh, for like a for like a month because you know you're not gonna hear from that player ever again once the month is over. Yeah, and I don't know. It is what it is, but we're gonna stop there. Another quick timeout. When we come back, we're gonna talk about Tony Harrison and Bryce Perella, the Fox on PBC card. Welcome back to the No Decision Podcast. We are now gonna talk about Detroit's finest, the number six, one fifty four fighter in the world, Tony Harrison against Bryant Perella, 12 rounds junior middleweights on the Fox PBC card in Los Angeles, California. Harrison coming off a long layoff, his last fight being against, uh, I think it was uh, Jermel Charlo. Yeah. Uh, and that was a loss where uh, Harrison lost uh, 
the belt that he gained from Charlo. So this was a rematch that uh, ended up in uh, Charlo's favor this time around. And uh, right. he took some time off uh, due to uh, personal reasons and coronavirus concerns. Uh, but he was back in there against uh, a very game, a very um, a very well-trained Brian Tapparella, who was trained by Roy Jones Jr. Right. And it seemed like a back-and-forth fight throughout uh, the 12 rounds that night. Um, Perella was actually ahead on punches landed because PVC likes to take uh, <laughs> note of that stat. Right. And it made me very worried about uh, Tony Harrison because, uh, you know, I, I, I like him. I really wanted him to bounce back and get back in there. Yeah. But uh, after many back-and-forth rounds, second and third wins, um, it ended up being a... Uh, I believe it was a split draw. Yeah. So um, this doesn't really help Tony Harrison at all. No, it does not. Um, and yeah, we, we spoke a little bit about uh, the middleweights earlier on. And yeah, it, it's now there's, it seems as though there's so many sweeps, sweepstakes in the middleweight division, right? Now it's more about Andre, Andre sweepstake, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it does not look good. Uh, and yeah, he, he's kind of at, at a standstill at the moment. It's good that he didn't lose per se, but he didn't look good in this, um, in this round or in this fight. And so, uh, yeah, uh, he's kind of at a standstill with his career, right? Um, I mean, 30 years old, he could still kind of get that second wind. Um, push for a bigger fight, but yeah, uh, I think they're gonna. There's gonna be a rematch. Yeah, because if you're if you're either one of those guys, that's gonna bother you for. Oh like, yeah, maybe more Tony Harrison than it does Bryant Perella. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and Bryant Perella, I mean, he's a, he's also a pretty good fighter, like you said, right? Thirty two years old, but it seems as though Tony Harrison had more to lose, right? And, oh, absolutely, one hundred percent, because he's ranked. Right, right, exactly, and so. Now he's at a standstill. Now he's kind of stuck. He has to fight Bryant Perella again, uh, and so yeah. After... Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as saying has, but it would. It would be pretty smart to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Like I, I did watch the the fight again uh, this morning, and it was pretty close. I, uh, I don't want to say, but I think I probably did have Perella up by one round. Um, so 115-113 yeah, to because, Perella. Because, like you said, um, they he did land the more punches. Now, they weren't the cleanest punches, uh, but I mean, that's the thing, right? Like you, land, you land punches, it looks like you're winning. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And it also, it's just the, the judges thing, right? Judges, uh, some judges like quality, some judges like quantity. Yeah. So, absolutely. and they don't have that. They don't have those stats right by them. Yeah. So yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's all. It's all eye test. Right. And so, I mean, it looked like Bryant Perella was landing more shots. Um, and CompuBox kind of backed that up, but yeah, it it was it was a it was a hard hard fight to 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 judge pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty hard uh, fight to judge it was a pretty good fight at least but right. you know what what i always say around here uh there might be a winner and a loser or perhaps a tie but there's gonna be someone <laughs> that's always undefeated and that's the fans us the fans why because we get to talk about it on a day like today right 
But hey, uh, great performance to uh, both of those guys. I hope they got bonuses for putting on a very good show. Good, very good show. Yep. And uh, hopefully we get to see them back in the ring very soon in 2021. Uh, on that note, I'm going to call another timeout. When we come back, we're going to talk about La Leyenda and another old uh, man fight and another crossover fight. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the No Decision Podcast. Last round here. Julio Cesar Chavez, the legend, La Leyenda. Over 100 fights. World titleist is going to be fighting Hector Camacho Jr. So the son of his former adversary on June 19th of this year. On top of that, his kid, JCC Jr., is going to be fighting UFC Hall of Famer Anderson Silva. Exhibitions on both. There's already video of uh, the old man uh, hitting the bag. Uh, I'm not too keen on uh, <laughs> Chavez Jr. Used no. to be a fan, but yeah. his, uh, his troubles, you know, veered me away from viewing him. Yeah. I've always loved Anderson watching uh, uh, UFC. Um, uh, unfortunately, well, yeah, unfortunately, we never got uh, him to see uh, fight uh, GSP. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a really interesting concept because now, yeah, they're catching on this wave of old dudes fighting <laughs> and crossover fights. So I don't know, man. Ooh. I think this would be more, I will say though, I think this will be more fun to watch than uh, fucking that garbage that was uh, <laughs> Nick Paul versus Ben Askren. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is a little bit of this worry, right. Of uh, Julio Cesar Chavez um, senior uh, stepping into the ring. I don't think it's much more about his um, his age, right? He's 58 years old, same age as um, Evander Holyfield. But it's more, you, you touched on it, Wes, like it's the mileage that he's gone through. He's fought 100 fights. And in those 100 fights, he's been hit. And, you know, he's 58 years old. So, you know, uh, how, much more, how much more hits can he take? Because, I mean... Yeah, uh, Hector Camacho Jr. isn't, you know, Hector Camacho, but he's still he, he's still a professional boxer, and he, he will hit you. And so, yeah, I think it's interesting. I think this is more about um, the legacy between Hector Camacho Sr. and Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. Uh, and their, their fights, and I, I think maybe they just want to relive this, but this is, wow, this is dangerous, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm quite worried about Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. Well, how about the other fight? I mean, uh, yeah, his kid. Ander Anderson, <laughs> Anderson, Anderson's not going to be able to kick. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah, I, yeah. and I haven't, and I haven't seen uh, JCC Jr. in a while, so I don't know how he's doing these days. I fighting believe wise. I saw him in a heavy, in the light heavyweight uh, division. Uh, the, I remember, I remember he was fighting. A couple months ago uh and so i don't know yeah i think it'll be interesting was there like any beef between these two is there a reason why they no it's probably just one of those things where again they're trying to ride this wave yeah. of like old dudes fighting versus yeah. cross and crossover fights yeah yeah I, and, and yeah I'm, they're I'm probably sure. trying to make their own version to compete with uh, the trailer fight club oh yeah i don't know who's the main promoter of this but <laughs> obviously you know they're trying to catch a wave yeah. So well, that's the thing, right? I mean, uh, we, we spoke about it a little bit earlier. Um, Anderson Silva. This is probably the highest he's ever going to get paid. 
um, you know, uh, I in would, a fight. I don't, I don't know about that. But, in a single fight. I mean, maybe in a single fight, sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, this is probably just easy money for him. Oh yeah, at this point. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting, right? I mean, Anderson Silva, known as the Spider, right? He was kind of like this all-around guy in uh, UFC. Jiu-Jitsu, baby. Right. Exactly, and so it'll be interesting how um how he gets onto boxing. I think he'll he'll hold his own pretty well. I mean, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. isn't he isn't a slouch, but he also isn't one of the top tier echelon boxers out there. Uh, right, but, but yeah. we also got to remember this is boxing. This is a boxing match. Yeah, JC, yeah. JCC Jr. is the boxer. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I mean, who knows, right? Maybe Anderson Silva has some stuff up his sleeve. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, but, yeah, uh, maybe uh, I'm probably more excited about um, Senior and Camacho. Well, sure. I mean, that's just because, you know, the names sound familiar, right? And right. obviously, if you live long enough, that's something that would spark your interest. Yeah. Um, maybe more interest of concern than interest of, okay, I want to see these two guys, you know, beat each other up. Well, well but... yeah, yeah. I guess uh, there's also this underlying rivalry between, you know, Mexicans versus Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's a little bit more of a, a rivalry than it is, you know, junior versus anderson silva so sure yeah. sure but yeah no that I mean i don't know man this is the thing that's where we're at in the fight game crossover fights and old dudes and maybe old women who knows Layla ali might come in there and try and <laughs> hurt somebody and Wolf. but you know that's that's besides the point we're gonna take our last time out here and when we come back we're gonna close it up welcome back to the no decision podcast we are now in the closing segment here Really interesting uh, set of fights this past weekend. We had a triple header, basically. And a really interesting announcement uh, with uh, a summer fight. Um, of course, we want to get your, your all's opinion about all these fights, as well as uh, the upcoming fights in the fight calendar. But yeah, you know, now is the time uh, that we got to close. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But for what it's worth, we'll have a fresh set of rounds for you next week. But until then, I'm Wes Ibarra. He's Joey Villapando. Have a great night.